Colleen, it's nice to see you. Brown-haired niece, you continue to exist. Hey everybody, I'm Robert. And I'm Chris. And we're the Film Flamers. Today we're bringing you an extra hot take. We went out and saw Ready or Not. Here we come. I have to say that here lately our hot takes are coming out sometimes a month and a half after the movies <laughs> do, right? But That's mostly due to our release schedule, though. Yeah. Yeah. But this one is going to come out just a couple weeks after this movie was released. So yeah. that's pretty amazing. And I, I think, think we saw it. Isn't this the first day? I mean, this is a Tuesday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think and we just got home from the theater. So. That's right. Yeah. It's opening on a Wednesday, which I think is weird for this, like, time of the year. I mean, like, there's not a holiday really going on this week. They just chose a Wednesday. Yeah. So um, we haven't recorded a hot take this hot since we went to see Suspiria way back in October. Yeah. So it's fresh. Fresh on our minds and fresh off our lips. But first, as usual, we have a uh, trailer reaction. We keep getting surprised by these trailers when we see films together. So obviously we need to see films together more often at the theater. We saw a great trailer for something called Antlers. Mm -hmm. It uh, has something to do with Guillermo del Toro, probably as a producer credit, right? But uh, Carrie Russell's in it, and Mm. I just... I have to. I mean, I love her so so much. I love Felicity. I love the Americans. Just everything that she's in, I love Carrie Russell. So. And it looks like it has the the patron saint of truckers that we mentioned in Pet Cemetery in it. The Wendigo. Yeah. <laughs> it looks scary. I mean, it looks creepy and scary. And this is the kind of things that I like. So we're definitely going to see that movie. Definitely. Like, looks a little folkish, which I always love. Yes. And as of late, full core is on the rise. Anyway, so we saw Ready or Not. (laughs) (laughs) And let's just preface the rest of this conversation by saying that there are going to be some spoilers for Ready or Not. So if you've not seen this movie, pause us right now and go watch the movie. Well, honestly, I don't know how much we're going to spoil because the the trailer is actually pretty spoilerage. Yeah, I guess so. As far as the premise, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot have a trailer for this film without spoiling something. That's right. Because the beginning is, of course, these two getting married. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, you know, she, who, of course, is uh, played by Samara Weaving. I don't even remember her name from the in the movie. She plays Grace. Okay, well, she is essentially like an, her past is like she's an orphan, and she wants a family. Uh, you know, she's she's really looking forward to having a family through her new husband, who happens to be filthy, filthy rich, mm-hmm. due to you know some you know hazy history with the family. You know, during the uh, you know I guess the Civil War era. Yeah. So I mean. She's marrying into a family that has built their fortune on board games. Yeah. We're led to believe. And um, after the wedding, she gets this sort of crash course in the family history. And it all started in the Civil War when the great grandfather met somebody who also liked Game of Chance. And they spent a lot of time playing cards. And he started from there. And from the great grandfather on, through their lineage, they have either created games for people or bought sporting teams, things like that. Their entire family is based around gameplay. But it starts off by kind of slowly introducing introducing you to this this extended family and like group of like servants and like friends of the family I guess like kind of that yeah. are all in this mansion area and of course after her wonderful wedding which is some creepy people staring her down from the family she's expecting you know a normal wedding night only to see that she is being spied on by I guess the matron of the family yeah the creepy aunt the creepy right. aunt right 
and uh, and it all kind of goes downhill or from the audience perspective uphill from there. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that she is summoned to the family room at midnight and is told that any, any new member of the family has to play a game to be sort of initiated into the family. And the game is chosen at random by a mysterious box in which a blank card is put in and the player or the new member gets to pull the card out and the name of the game that they are to play is written on it magically. And the game that she chooses is hide and seek apparently things that come out of this could be like chess or anything else and this isn't like a normal occurrence but when hide and seek comes out they know that as a family they have to hunt down the person that would be the new member of the family or they all die by dawn Mm -hmm. by this demonic presence that gave them the box and the original deal to begin with what was the name of the demonic presence i can't remember now it was like mr Mikhail or something like that. I don't know. So Ready or Not follows Grace, a young bride who joins her new husband, Alex Le Domas, or whatever, and his rich, eccentric family in a game of hide-and-seek, where her in-laws attempt to find her before dawn. When she realizes that Le Domas' family intends to hunt and kill her, she turns the one-sided hunt into a free-for-all, with everyone fighting for their survival. As Alex goes against his family to help her, Grace discovers that the night is part of a diabolical ritual. That is a really concise synopsis. That's what Wikipedia says. Hey, (laughs) it works for me. Um, This movie is fantastic. I just have to go ahead and say it. So, yeah, what was your score? um, I I gave this movie a five out of five stars. I gave it a four out of five. I'm thinking about a 4.5 out of five. And we normally will end our hot takes with our, you know, star rating. But I think from this point on, I'm going to just start gushing so much about Ready or Not that it would have been anticlimactic to give my five star rating at the end anyway yeah so but this movie is so good from start to finish i mean it has some amazing comedic moments in fact i laughed my ass off almost all the way through this movie and it doesn't i mean it doesn't hold back on the gore either i think that this movie is incredibly violent it's scary i jumped a couple times it was everything that i wanted in a horror Yeah, movie. I forgot where I jumped, because I jumped too at one point. I know I jumped for sure, and I don't want to spoil the jump scare, but there's a part involving a mask. Okay, I think I jumped in the part involving a well, a dry well. Yeah, okay. Or whatever the, whatever the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. The yeah. goat pit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wanted to live deliciously, and she lived a little too much deliciously. So... This movie, to me, was incredibly well acted, especially by Samara Weaving. And I I know that she's been in other horror movies. I haven't seen any of them. Including The Babysitter from Netflix, from Netflix in 2017. Right? And then she's in Mayhem, which is on Shudder as well. And I just have not seen any of these movies. And I kept watching the movie, and I was like, she looks vaguely familiar to me. Like, I know I've seen her She before. looks like Emma Stone to and me. that's exactly what it is. I was just like, I've seen her in so many movies. I'm like, no, I haven't. I've just seen Emma Stone in so many movies. I was like, movies. well, this is a poor man's Emma Stone, because I thought it was Emma Stone when I first saw the trailer for, for, the, for the first time. Yeah. And now I'm just like, after seeing this, I'm like, you know, what you know she's not going to be poor man's emma stone forever she's gonna she's gonna go pretty far i think she if they let her is fantastic in this movie i we walked she did out such the, a good job we walked out of the theater and i was just like just go ahead and give her the fucking oscar as far as i'm concerned <laughs> really? i was just like yeah i mean like it was a brilliant brilliant she performance. has some definite highs and definite lows and she sells the comedy 
Oh yeah. She is like pitch perfect for all of the one-liners that she has. And usually they're literally one word, one-liners, you know, which, and usually that word is fuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The way she says it, it's just like the best fucks were given (laughs) by this actress. That's amazing. I'm so glad you said that. Um, I don't know. I believed everything that she did in this movie. I mean, when she was supposed to be terrified, I believed it. When she was supposed to be sassy and funny, I believed it. Well, she's a sassy, funny, kind of goofy character, but she's genuine. Yes. Right? So she's not going to... And she has that dark comedy, but she's not sarcastic or mean, really. So she's a fun character, you know, for the audience to kind of place themselves in a little bit. And it was just a fun ride. It was really, really well paced. I felt like the tone was a little uneven in places, which is why I gave it like a 4.5 or a 4. Okay. You know, um, I feel like they could have made a few other like weird choices to subvert my expectations, but those are nitpicks. And quite honestly, I'm I'm on board with Robert. Um, I'm on board with Robert, and I think uh, I think I want to see this film and I want to own it. Oh yeah, definitely. I I want to see this movie many many times. And it kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, and we mentioned that when we saw the trailer, but right because the know? trailer came out of nowhere. And I mean, I've seen it on social media. Some like they've they've taken some advertising spaces out, and I don't know maybe if I'm just on their algorithm for that sort of thing. So if it's a new horror movie coming out, I'm going to see those ads more often on social media because that's what I post about. That's what I talk about. That's who I follow. Um, so I mean. It was everywhere for the last couple of weeks up to its release. And going to see this movie, you know, pre-opening night, you know, I expected to see a lot more people in the theater than we did. Well, I don't know because it was we went to a 6 p.m. show on a work day. OK. Yeah. Right. So a lot of people weren't there yet. And like I said, I, I bought these tickets a couple of days ago mm-hmm. and the, the later showing was already almost full. For, but it was a smaller theater. Right now on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 89% based on 62 reviews so far. And the site's consensus reads, Smart, subversive, and darkly funny, Ready or Not is a crowd-pleasing horror film with giddily entertaining bite. And I think that's a great consensus. I completely agree. Um, I really want a lot of people to go see this movie. I want it to make lots of money. Yeah, I just know? looked to see what the budget was, and it doesn't list it on Wikipedia at the very at least. So. I'm sure they're not going to release that kind of information just yet. It'll it'll be a while for that. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine that this movie cost that much. I don't think uh, Annie McDowell cost that much these days. No, sadly. and she was the biggest name in it. I think. Yeah, I think she was the biggest star in this movie. We haven't even mentioned her yet. I, and God bless Andy McDowell. Really, <laughs> I have not seen her in so long, and. When when I do see her on screen and she's got that southern drawl that she ne- she never gets rid of it for her characters, it's so endearing to me. I just I love her. She's I love not her quite face, a she's yeah know? she's not quite a national treasure, but she's at least a national bauble. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, bauble, <laughs> a bauble. Uh, I love Sex Lies and Videotape. It's one of my favorite movies. So, I mean, I I like Andy McDowell quite a bit. And, I mean, she jumps back and forth in this movie from endearing mother to, like, trepidatious mother-in-law in to fact, downright bitch. In a know? way, though, she was the heart of the film. Yeah. Because she was kind of teetering on the edge. She was, like, your gateway to that family, in a way. Because mm-hmm. she was, like, reaching out to... Uh, 
Grace. Grace's character. And at the same time, she's reaching out to her son, who she mm-hmm. hadn't seen in some time, and was trying to pull him back into the family. So she was like the gateway. She was trying to pull both sides together. And then when they had to do the, the you know, the hide and seek, which she did not want to happen. Exactly. You know, she would have rather played the chess, you, you know, and everything been fine and introduced her to the, and kept her in the family because she actually genuinely liked her. But at the end of the day, she was with her family and, you know. And you have so to, it goes. You have to choose. I mean, <laughs> you would choose family over somebody new, you know. Um, and there's a few twists and turns in this in this movie that I don't think we want to spoil too much. Oh yeah, yeah. like the the ending is great, and I'm I'm not going to talk about it. You know, I yeah. just suffice it to say that if you've seen the trailer and you're intrigued by it, you definitely need to go watch it because this movie is so much more than just a comedic horror movie. There's there's so much involved in it about, you know, the scariness of joining a new family and, you know, the scariness of being the, the only person that nobody knows in that kind of environment and having to get to know other people and then having them turn around and like try to shoot you with a fucking crossbow at the same yeah. time. You and know? we were looking for a message because there's been so many messages horror movies lately or at right. least the high profile ones Midsummer I loved yes. you know but it had some messages and uh, even if they were kind of you know subtext and with this one I loved that it was just fun you know there might be some things you can glean from that but the last word in the film is in-laws <laughs> you know and that might just be the long and the short of it and that's true I mean I don't know I, I really enjoyed the, the, just having the fun ride and we were in the car driving back and we were looking at some of the uh, reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and one of the one word reviews that I read said it was a get out that doesn't get it and I don't think that every horror movie that comes out these days has to have that sort of social message or anything oh but Robert it wasn't elevated so I'm not gonna like it yeah I, I'm gonna stop using the word elevated horror I've <laughs> got to. I mean, I, I enjoy the movies that we call elevated horror, but I also enjoy the movies that are just fun horror movies. Yeah. The, the classics aren't elevated. Most of no. them are. Right? So let's just... I mean, unless we went it. back and just, like, inserted our own, like, elevation into it or whatever. I'm right? sorry, but Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street, you know? And <laughs> I mean, it's all about following your dreams yeah. and, you know, the American dream or whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, but that's a reach, right? So, and obviously I'm just joking. Nightmare on Elm Street is just Nightmare on Elm Street. Exactly. And it doesn't need to be anything more. Exactly. And nor does this. This movie is so so good i cannot recommend it enough in fact i have been compiling you know my top 10 horror movies of the year in preparation for december when we ultimately have this is definitely going to be on it and i mean so far it's like really really close to the top you know i think so far the only other horror movie i enjoyed this as much this year was knife plus heart so midsummer Midsummer, yeah, but I mean, like these two are sort of like neck and neck for that top spot, and I don't, I don't even know. There's been a lot of three stars this year, yeah, yeah. So I mean, stay tuned for December or January. We we do a little countdown, or at least a a review of our year's favorites. But there's been like not a lot of not terrible horror movies, though. We've watched hours and hours of these three star movies, which are you know enjoyable. At yeah. least at least forty seven hours of three star movies. <laughs> <laughs> but really how comfortable were the chairs <laughs> they, they were fine i was at an alamo draft house for you know when we watched this film and, and it was great there were no lines Couldn't be better mm-hmm. um <laughs> 
That's fucking we'll get it soon enough. Uh, I'm super glad that we chose this movie to do a hot take on. And um, I know from the get go that Chris and I were both looking forward to seeing this movie. We were not disappointed in it. And I think it's safe to say, you know, that we both encourage everybody listening to go watch this movie once or twice. Go spend the money. Make sure this movie makes some money. Because unfortunately this year, horror movies are coming out. Not all of them are doing so great. And this one needs to be one of the great ones. Yep. Out of everything in Ready or Not, I think that Chris and I were most surprised by one particular character in this movie. And from the get-go, I think everyone knows exactly how they're going to feel about this. And that's Aunt Helen. Um, she turned out to be like the most surprisingly comedic and also menacing character in this movie. And I just could not get enough of her in it. What else is that actress in? Uh, she was in, God, she's in another fucking horror. She's in Cube. Really? Yeah. And she's in, um, Lars and the Real Girl. That's all that I know her from. Wow. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so she's so good in this movie. I don't even know what her name, I'm going to look it up. Nikki Guadagnini? I just butchered her fucking name. <laughs> she looks complete. I remember her. She's so completely different in Cube. Yeah. With her hair up and everything. She did such a good job. Yeah, I want to see her and more, but she did a she had a perfect character. I would have loved to see almost more of her, honestly. Yeah. I love to watch movies that I take away quote, quotes from, quotes that I know that I'll be saying so often. And Chris there was and a I few in here. Yeah, yeah. Chris and I had one particular from that character, and I cannot wait until I see my brother's children soon, because I have one dark haired niece. And I will say, which is it? Brown haired niece. <laughs> she didn't know her their names. So she was brown haired niece. <laughs> brown haired niece. I see you're still surviving. <laughs> I, mean? I see you still exist. <laughs> I think that was it. That's so fucking hilarious. I cannot wait to say that to my like nine year old niece. Change her name. No, but it was like it was almost like you had to see it because the facial expression, the acting, the blocking, and everything was working for that for that quote to work the way it did. But I know we're not doing it justice. We're not doing it justice. But I mean, you know, so our obviously our recommendation is to go see this movie. Yes, please. And when you do see it. Tell us what you think of it. You can reach out on social media at the Film Flamers on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I really want to know what you think about this movie. Yeah, and email us at tiredqueens at filmflamers.com or call us even 972 666 7733 and let us know with your voice what you thought of this movie. That's right. We will play that voicemail on our Shooting the Flames episode. Stay tuned for the rest of September. We have a lot more coming to you. We have our deep dive into the movie Fallen. Time is on my side. Yes, it is. (laughs) It was a first watch for me, so make sure you listen to see exactly what we thought about it. And after that, we have a special top 10, another musical top 10. We won't tell you what the category is, but uh, it's a fun one. And also, guys, if you liked this hot take, feel free to go over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review. We will also read those on our Shooting the Flames, and we love to see what you guys think of our show, and we appreciate any feedback you can possibly give us. We really do appreciate those ratings and reviews, so keep them coming, guys. Well, Chris, um, I think it's time for me to go hide somewhere. Do you want to take some time to find me? Ready or not, 
Here I go. Sweet dreams. I keep thinking about that fucking Fuji song. Blonde haired co host. <laughs> I, I see you still exist. Holy dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line from that movie.